Karen and Ravi, closing arguments and jury instructions will begin starting at 9 o'clock. But with up to five hours being allocated for closing, it is unclear whether the jury will even begin deliberating tomorrow. After a long weekend off, the fate of Kyle Rittenhouse will soon be in the hands of a jury. Accused of killing two men and injuring another during the civil unrest that followed the police shooting of Jacob Blake, the big question now is whether the judge will instruct the jury to consider lesser charges to the ones he already faces. It is a sign that the prosecution sees some weaknesses in its case. Rittenhouse is currently charged with, among other things, first-degree intentional homicide. Prosecutors have asked the judge to allow reckless endangerment as well. Intentional homicide requires intent to kill. Very tough to prove, especially as this case unfolded. Recklessness involves something lesser. It involves showing reckless disregard, utter disregard for human life. That's still not easy, but it's easier to show than intent to kill. And while Rittenhouse, who was 17 at the time, is considered a hero by some and a vigilante by others, all that matters is what a majority of the jury believe. After two weeks of listening to oftentimes emotional testimony, was it self-defense, as Rittenhouse himself has argued, or not? The case is really going to turn on a related point, and that is, did he provoke the victims in this case. Did he become the aggressor? If the jury finds that he did, he won't be able to use self-defense. Kenosha has not seen any protest during the trial itself, but Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers is not taking any chances, ordering 500 National Guardsmen placed on standby from now until the verdict is read. And again, it is highly unlikely that a verdict would be reached tomorrow. Not only do they have to get through closing arguments and jury instructions, but a final jury, meaning those who will actually deliberate and those who will be selected as alternates has yet to be determined. So still a lot to get through tomorrow. So we, some of us, spent an entire day watching to see if they would finish deliberating tonight. To see the result of what is behind me. I was hoping that we would have a response and I could say that I was reporting live from Kenosha, but... Um, No such luck tonight. So I just kept it on because I do what I want. So we're going to go over two really big uh, news pieces, uh, two trials, um, one that is starting as of today and one that has been going on uh, for the last week or so. The Maxwell trial, which, uh, yes, Jack, it is a mostly peaceful protest, mostly peaceful podcast. Yes, uh, it is mostly peaceful. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're going to go over the, the Jalisleen Maxwell uh, trial, which she was the, the the madam or the mistress or whatever to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And then we're going into the second day of deliberation in the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Cover both of those. We'll cover uh, where everything stands. Let's get to it. say they keep the lights on but it's dark down here um we've got redemptiontactical.com use this code right uh, the one that's on the screen right there redemptiontactical.com slash question mark ref equals 
number one, November Victor X-Ray Zero. That is our URL. That's the one that you use to help us help them help us. We've got Tom for fifty.com. That's two M F R five two dot com. Go to Tom fifty dot com. Find us at all of these sites because as you see behind me, it's all burning down around us, especially at Facebook. So go follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Twitch, Twitter, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, you can also find us uh, pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts. We prefer you do anything but Facebook. But you know what? Uh, we appreciate all y'all that follow us on Facebook. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, share this video. Uh, it helps us out with the algorithm. Uh, y'all are phenomenal with the comments. Uh, keep blowing it up. Even if you're not saying anything, just keep blowing it up. It helps the reach. We got crowned by gold book three of the Royal Green series by some guy named Jack Casey. I hear he dresses in animal costumes and frolics in the woods. Um, some say he's a furry. I just say he's a weirdo. Uh, but I'm contractually obligated by law to say it's a good book. Uh, his biggest of super fans pays more money than he does to keep us from shitting on his book. So uh, he's not only a, a fucking weirdo furry that likes to run in through the woods in a panda bear costume, but he's also a cheap bastard. Go to the Alaska Raven on Facebook for all your meme needs. Uh, the Alaskan Raven on Facebook. Go to notarealpodcast.com. Copy some sweet, sweet merch. Uh, we've been working on some new stuff, been taking down some new some old stuff. Uh, we're working on some work ons. So go check it out. You can also find uh, how we got started on the website as well. So, yeah. We're going to move right... Oh, 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 I about messed up. I almost forgot one. The Greasy Porcupine for road services, tune-up, maintenance, service, and repair. Go to greasyporcupines.org or call that phone number 602-845-0105 to find out how you can get involved or get services. That is my legal contribution obligations taken care of. Let's go into our first segment. The 811 call before you dig segment. Uh, when someone breaks into your house, yes, greasyporkfonds.org. Uh, if you might live in the city of Kenosha and someone breaks into your house and you end up shooting them, call 811. Don't call 911. You'll end up in court for like two or three weeks and having to explain why you shot a pedophile in the head. So call 811. Uh, call before you dig. The price of 9mm today, the average cost, and your mileage may vary depending on where you live. Uh, but it is showing 31 cents. We had a massive drop yesterday, or on the 14th. No clue why. Went down to 22 cents. I'm thinking it's a calculation error on the site. But hey, uh, 31 cents as of 11 what is 556? If it will load. Ooh, down to 47 cents around. So we're making good progress. We're getting there. And then our galleryguns.com product spotlight is the DB15MZB Davidson's exclusive. It is chambered in 556 NATO or 223. Has a 16-inch chrome molly barrel. Go get you one at uh, galleryguns.com for the low price of $739. That is our call before you dig segment. Remember, molesting kids is not cool. Neither is cutting off your neighbor's power because you dug in the wrong spot trying to hide his body. So, uh, day one of deliberation in the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trial has ended. They've uh, just moments ago broke for the night. They will resume at 9 a.m. 
the judge giving specific instructions of don't talk to one another. Don't talk to anyone. Don't talk to each other. He gave the example. If you end up in a bowling alley all at the same time, all 12 of you, you still cannot speak there on the matter at hand. Um, so they've gone into the deliberation. So the question remains, what charges are left? Because on Monday, the judge actually threw out count number six, which was the possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. So count six, which I just read, and count seven have been thrown out. Count seven was thrown out by the prosecution, the failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government, which was uh, the curfew. Um, And that one is a minor offense that carries a fine up to $200. So they threw that one out. The judge threw out count six. So the five counts that remain are as follows. Count number one, first degree, reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. This is uh, in connection to the death of Joseph Rosenbaum, which is the four-time child molester who was dating single moms with kids so he could diddle the kids. Uh, No love loss there. Um, But this is the guy that he dome-pieced beside a car. Count number two, first-degree reckless, recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon. This is felony charge, uh, also connected to Rosenbaum. Uh, count number three, first degree reckless and recklessly endangering safety use of a dangerous weapon. Uh, this is for Anthony Huber, the skateboard man. Uh, count number four, first degree intentional homicide use of a dangerous weapon. Huber's death. Uh, count five, attempted first degree intentional homicide use of a dangerous weapon. And this is for Gage Grosskreutz, which I covered last week to be completely full of shit in the name of trying to collect $10 million uh, from the state of Wisconsin, as well as the federal government. Uh, And his claim is that the federal government and state government did nothing to protect him from this vicious monster. That is a, was a 17 year old child. Uh, I'm not even gonna call him a child. He's a a 17 year old kid. Um, I mean, when you go in the military at 17, you're still a kid then, but, uh, yeah, so those are the five counts that are still being deliberated on. Um, my assumption was they would literally walk out of the room, look at each other, walk back in, and say not guilty. But there are things apparently that are being discussed. Um, I also, yes, thank you, Miss Carly Rose. Um, which was, uh, oh yeah. So my my assumption was that they there's some boomers on the on the on the in the jury. I was assuming that they were having to play Call of Duty to explain to them what the fuck the prosecutor was talking about when he said that Kyle Rittenhouse played Call of Duty and that's why he's so violent. So they uh they had to play Call of Duty for about six hours to figure it out. So. Basically, we're going to go into day number two of deliberation. And what that means is starting at 9 a.m., the jury will reconvene at the courthouse to continue discussing whether or not the guy who shot three people in self-defense was, in fact, acting in self-defense. Um, and so these, these these five counts that I read off, there are also lesser charges that are attached to them. Um the attempted first degree intentional homicides carry a charge of 60 years. Uh, and because of the use of a dangerous weapon modifier, it adds five years. So uh, if he is found, let's say in the worst case scenario that self-defense doesn't fucking matter. And um, as long as someone's coming at you, you should die. He's looking at upwards of almost 200 years, which obviously is a life sentence unless he is like, some kind of weirdo that can live forever but yeah i don't i don't see i don't see a reasonable jury coming to the the conclusion that it was in anything other than self-defense like you can have the you can have the the crap opinion that he shouldn't have been there you can have the crap opinion that people shouldn't have guns you can have the crap opinion that a 17 year old 
should have guns. Um, rights belong to people, not to adults. Children still have the right to life. Uh, once you are assigned a birth certificate and you are a citizen of the United States, you have all the rights afforded to you under the U.S. Constitution. Um, so I don't know why some of y'all think that a 17-year-old who was given a gun, whose mom knew he had a gun, should have had a gun. Anywho, so we'll see what carries with that tomorrow. I may, I'll be home tomorrow. No, no, I won't. I'll be moving someone. Anywho, um, I may put on the stream and let it run tomorrow. See what happens. I don't know. Muddy Waters has been covering it, so they may, if they do it again tomorrow, I'm not going to put it on. But I might. You never know. Um, so yeah, we've, uh, we've got, the Jasleen Maxwell, I am probably saying her first name completely wrong, but uh, ooh, that's an interesting point. I heard jurors are worried about being doxxed if they find him not guilty. Well, I will say this: uh, if it was me, it is more important to make sure that a child or that a young man's life is not ruined based upon being doxxed. Um. Even though it is Wisconsin, you can still buy a fucking gun and protect yourself. Uh, people can say mean, mean things, and you will survive. I promise. So, on to the bigger story that is not really being covered. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's uh, trial started uh, today. Um, they did. They began jury selection for her involvement in Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile ring that he had going on before he didn't kill himself. Uh, and it just, yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna see how this goes. Hopefully, we get the same level of coverage that Kyle Rittenhouse is getting. Probably not. We've already seen that. There's been almost no coverage of this uh the best article i could actually find talking about this that didn't have some bullshit headline like what she was wearing courtesy of fox news those idiots over there people magazine the headline reads jury selection begins for trial of Jislaine maxwell accused of grooming jeffrey epstein's victim so the part that she's allegedly played which um, is that she was the one helping to find these girls, find the ones that were n- not going to be missed if they disappeared, like they would be called, like declared missing, and the cops would be like, oh, they probably just ran away. It was her job to find these girls and just do just, I don't want to get into that. That's It's really disgusting, but... Um, in June 2020, Maxwell, now 59, was charged with six felonies, including conspiracy, conspiracy to entice minors to engage in illegal sex activities, transportation of a minor to engage in illegal sex activities, and perjury. She pleaded not guilty to all charges and has been held without bond in a Brooklyn, New York jail. Um, authorities say she helped her longtime companion Epstein groom girls as young as 14 for sexual abuse incident incidents. That she allegedly participated in herself. This woman is just as much of a monster as he was. Uh, She was basically the female version of him. She was helping do. I mean, she was helping run the entire empire for him. And, uh. And it's not like this was the only person that was working for him. There was uh, teens that were recruiting other teens for this. I mean, it's a spider web that all, the only single point was him. And yeah, I mean, it's this monster had built an empire that went under the radar for decades cops had tried to bust him and then something would happen and he'd get set free or some BS would happen and 
you know, the trial will be thrown out. Um, cause his, his, his Island, uh, had been, uh, investigated before his homes had been investigated before. Uh, so this man is a real monster. I mean, he's a real piece of shit. There is like no amount of there's no amount of wood chippers on the planet that solve this man. Um, this is Epstein. This is Maxwell. Uh, back in 2005. So, I mean, it's... Uh, and here, we'll get into this. The pair had a method, quote, unquote, uh, Strauss alleged, involving befriending girls by asking them questions about their lives and pretending to be taking an interest in them. After developing a rapport with the victims, Maxwell then tried to normalize sexual abuse with a minor victim through a process known as grooming. And so... What that pretty much entails is she would be the friendly face. Oh, yeah, you know, all women do this. This is how we behave. This is what's normal. You know, if you want to be cool or whatever, this is how all that goes. And I'm sure there's uh, other things that go into that. I'm not familiar with that. It's so disgusting that it's not something I want to or am willing to do a lot of research into. Just for the simple fact that it is that disgusting. But I mean, this is this was a huge story when it when it broke, um, and then he didn't kill himself, and it's kind of died into obscurity since then. Um, people keep throwing around the hashtag Epstein didn't kill himself, but most people don't know that the jury or the the, the trial for Maxwell actually started today. Jury selection began today. And the allegation is that uh, she will name names of people who used Epstein's, we'll call it services, um, to reduce her own sentence. Which, at this point, yeah, let's, let's get her on the stand. Let's name names. Let's do let's do a, a week and a half long coverage of her naming people, like saying, "Oh, this person had sex with girls. This person, then this person, and this person." Let's get all these people out in the open. And I'm not talking like just the big names, like the the names that you would recognize. Let's get every single name out there. Anyone that she, and she's got the black book. She is the sole person alive that would know who these people are. Every single one of them. Let's get these. Uh, let's get these names out here. Let's find out who the who the real monsters are. The the monsters don't live under your bed. Uh, that's that's the dirty secret, right? If, you know, you're a kid and you think the monsters live in my closet. They live under the bed. They're in the they're in the darkness. The monsters walk among us. It's the it's the Ghislaine Maxwell's. It's the, the Jeffrey Epstein's. The the they look like you and me. They behave like you and me until they're not in 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 public and they act like absolute abominations. So. Yeah, so Strauss alleged the sexual contact with girls often began with sexualized massages during which the minor victims were fully or partially nude. She alleged these encounters developed into sexual encounters where Maxwell was sometimes present and participated. Let's get the names out there. This this is the one that I think the only person I want to hear from is her. I want names. I want to know who was involved. Every single name. I want the black book strung out in the media. I want it presented in the in the court. I want it presented to public. I want 
everyone to know who these monsters are. Let's turn the light on. Let's destroy the darkness. Bring forward to the light. Will she stay alive till she can name names? Don't know. Epstein didn't make it long. Maybe, uh, maybe day one she starts talking and she says the wrong name or gets close to saying a name, and she kills herself. Which, I mean, any any sane adult knows that's not what happened, right? I mean this this is the guy that was was feeding disgusting pedophile desires to monsters around the world. Allegedly, everyone from present, former U.S. presidents, heads of state for places like Saudi Arabia, uh, princes in the U.K., all over the place. Celebrities, B-listers, anyone with enough money. Let's get the names out there. We're all sitting in a dark room. We can only see a little bit of light. Let's turn the lights on. Let's turn the high beams on. Let's show who the monsters hiding in the darkness are. But that's all the information I have on that now. Um, like I said, they're they're still picking jurors, so it'd be another day or so. They'll have to narrow down a field, I think, from 50 to 12. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah. So they'll have to go from 50 people. You name the group from about 50 qualified jurors. Yep. And we'll down to 12 jurors and six alternates. So uh, we've, we've still got some time before this gets into the nitty gritty. We have a whole bunch of other stories. Um, we're going to go into another one that's in the news that will be going to court. Oh, no, this one is in court still. I'm sorry. I thought it was starting in a couple weeks. So the Ahmad Arbery case is in trial as well. Everything is in trial. I've actually been in trial for 16 years. Um, the Ahmad Arbery case is being heard by juries, juries right now. Um, Ahmad Arbery. So the medical examiner explained to, to jurors that on Tuesday, which would have been today, it's been a long week, uh, that he was shot twice with the with the shotgun. Um, not sure that you're surviving that which obviously he didn't, but even if there had been some effort to save his life, I don't know that there's a lot of saving that. But prosecutors showed graphic photos of Arbery's autopsy as Edward R. Donahue, a forensic pathologist at the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, testified Tuesday in the murder, murder trial of three white men charged with murder and the death of Arbery, who was black. Because that is the important start, uh, stuff right there. The color of the people. Um, it had nothing to do with the fact that these three men chased down a guy and then shot him at the within inches of being there. Uh, uh, within inches of the shotgun and put pulled the trigger twice. He's black. That's what's important. Um... So the the story on this is alleged. So these three guys alleged that Ahmad Arbery was stealing stuff from a property that was being renovated in that neighborhood, and they chased him down and was going to do a citizen's arrest. But if you're running down the road and trucks pull up and people get out pointing a shotgun at you, uh, you don't you're not going to assume that they're super friendly you're going to assume that, oh shit, bad stuff's about to happen. 
and you're probably going to kick in your fight or flight, which he decided to fight, which I applaud. Self-defense is what it is. And they shot him. So the guys who are on trial, who deserve to go to prison for murder, uh, are claiming self-defense because they chased this guy down and then they shot him in self-defense. That's not how self-defense works, bud. More than likely this case, I would say, unless there's some damning evidence, same as with the Maxwell and same as with the the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, case, which Rittenhouse, there was no damning evidence. Uh, same with this Ahmaud Arbery case, not seeing any evidence that says that he attacked him. They chased him down, got out, pointed guns at him, he fought back. He uh, he attacked them, but when when you chase someone down, you're still the aggressor in that situation. So he fought back. They shot him, and it turns out the security camera footage shows him looking through the property. Was he trespassing? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, he was on property that he had no permission to be there. Uh, did he steal anything? No. I mean, the house was pretty, or the building was pretty much gutted. Like, the only thing that was up was frames. Like, you can see the frames there. That's all that you could really see. He didn't have a bag on him. He didn't have a, like, he, he, he had his pants and his shirt. And at most, the most you'll steal with that is, like, maybe a small spool of wire, a couple tiny copper fittings. You're not stealing a thousand dollar roll of copper. You're not stealing a thousand dollars worth of wire. So this is an interesting focal point, this case for me. My school of thought is that people should rise against state funded policing. I'm not a big fan of it. I think it leads to mistakes. I think it leads to politics determining whether you live or die in the hands of police. Which would lead to groups being formed that act as a policing mechanism that are held directly accountable to their community. Um, Which would maybe look something like what these guys were except they took it upon themselves and they had permission from literally no one else in their community. They just did things on their own. And then there's the school of thought with menarche that you can still have policing, but no large central government, whatever. My argument will be if you are a menarchist, but still want centralized policing you can't have the uh the we'll call it militia-based policing um because policing requires uh ultimate control it requires a monopoly on violence for a lack of a better term they have to be the the sole proprietors of who's protecting others um There's been a lot of arguments on this Ahmad Arbery thing. I've seen a lot of people make a lot of really stupid arguments both ways for it. I look at it like this. Who's the aggressor? And who's just, who's hanging out? Um, these guys deserve the punishment that they can get. Um, even if they were appointed by their community, uh, they still outnumbered them three to one uh, and then decided for shits and giggles they're just going to shoot them. Ah, I don't even know if it was for shits and giggles, but there was a struggle for the, the, the control of the shotgun. He got shot twice. He goes down. Um, if they were really interested in assistance arrest with three people there you can't tell me that three people can't handle one guy hand to hand they decided they wanted to have that superior 
firepower and they wanted to have the monopoly on violence and they used it. It's that's how policing works in the United States. Uh, so, and I think these three guys, one of them was a former sheriff or a sheriff's deputy. They're tied in with the DA for this, that County. Um, they knew so many people that this thing was getting ready to get buried just so deep that no one would ever hear the story. And then the footage got out of what happened and we are where we are. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations got a hold of it and started doing some investigating as to why this was being covered up. So we'll see how that end of the the trial goes as far as what happened with uh, things being covered up. But it is interesting to say the least. Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. The cell phone video filmed by defendant William Roddy Bryan showed a struggle between Arbery and defendant Travis McMitchell, who fired the shots. Donahue told prosecutor Linda Danilski the injury between Arbery's thumb and pinky could be consistent with someone pushing the shotgun away or grabbing it. Uh, during cross-examination, defense attorney Bob Rubin asked Donahue if Arbery was able to fight back after being shot in the waist and chest. Donahue agreed the injuries did not prevent Arbery from hitting Travis McDaniel and that Arbery was still was likely experiencing adrenaline as part of a fight-or-flight response. Yeah, I mean, you get shot, you get that, that rush of adrenaline, typically, and it's designed to help you get out of harm's way. Some people use it to run. Some people use it to fight off whatever. Um, there's not a whole lot of thinking. You're not thinking, oh, well, if I do this, he'll shoot me here. Or if I do this, he'll shoot me here. It's a, it's a muscle memory. It's, it's Or not a muscle memory. It's a muscle reflex. It, your body's making decisions that your brain is still trying to calculate. So... Uh, when Reuben asked what Arbery could have been afraid of, Donahue replied, well, there was a man with a shotgun and men chasing him in a pickup. Prosecutors on Tuesday again showed jurors' cell phone video of the shooting, and Donahue said the sprays of blood seen in the footage were likely coming from the wound in Arbery's wrist. Jurors also saw photos of abrasions on Arbery's face, arms, and hands that Donahue said were consistent with an unguarded fall when a person loses consciousness and falls to the ground. Yeah. I just... I've heard people make the argument that Arbery is the aggressor and that Kyle Rittenhouse is self-defense. I look at both of them in the exact same way. Um, If you are the individual who is running away from something and people chase you, they are the aggressors. If you're trying to de-escalate, they're the aggressors. And in the Arbery case, he runs towards these guys. Um, he gets up there and realizes what's going on. And by then it's already too late. It's already escalated. He escalates it again. Still at that point, he's not, he's not the, the initiator of the aggression, right? Like he's the person he's decided he's going to ratchet it up again to protect himself. It's like the, someone kicks in my door right now with a knife. They started the aggression. I whip out my gun Blast them, I've elevated aggression again in the name of defense. Um, there's no, there's, there's this idea that you have to meet force with force is stupid because then that leaves you with a good chance of not walking away from the situation. You always want to have a higher level of, uh, of aggression. That way it guarantees you getting out of that situation a lot more than the other person. That is fundamental survival tactics combative survival tactics you always want to have superior firepower you always want to have the higher level of um, involvement with getting out of that situation but don't be the one to initiate 
never be the one to initiate. Because that makes you the aggressor. And that makes you in the wrong. So. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. So that one, that case will still be going on for a while, for a few more days at least. We'll cover that one a little bit more as it gets closer. There's so much. There's so many things going on in court right now that it is hard to track all of it. I am deleting a few of these because otherwise uh, they will be here next week when I go to do the show again. What? Oh, here's a good one. This is the story I wanted to talk about too tonight. Space war. It's coming. Maybe Trump was right. Maybe we need a space force with lasers like a Death Star. And fighter jets in space. No, he wasn't. Yes, uh, Miss uh, Marie, uh, there was no verdict tonight. They're still deliberating through tomorrow. They have recessed for the evening. Uh, so, <laughs> this is a, a piece in Time Magazine. Uh, Astronauts take shelter aboard the International Space Station after Russian anti-satellite tests, the United States claims. The Russian military conducted a missile test Monday that obliterated a dead satellite and generated a cloud of debris in outer space that forced astronauts aboard the International Space Station to temporarily take shelter, according to U.S. officials. Um... What is LM? Yes, I am currently in hell because I live on this planet in this country with the dumbest possible government on the planet. Thank you for reminding me. See, the Russian Federation recklessly conducted a destructive test of a direct ascent anti-satellite missile against one of its own satellites. They blew their own shit up. Lockheed Martin. Thank you. Uh, So they blew their own shit up. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said in a statement, the long-lived debris created by this dangerous and irresponsible test will now threaten satellites and other space objects that are vital to all nations' security, economic, and scientific interests for decades to come. William, I do, in fact. I actually, I want to show this off. Uh, Budweiser has their holiday cans out right now. Found these the other day. So, we've got Christmas beer. Uh, If you can't get in the holiday spirit, put the holiday spirit in you. So, Anthony Blinken is basically whining like a little bitch. Because Russians blew up some of their own shit and created a little bit more space debris. Uh, dirty secret is there's tons of space debris that the United States causes all the time. So does the Chinese, so do the Russians. Uh, but it's only a problem when the Russians do it because America is the greatest and we never fuck anything up. Nothing we do is ever wrong. Uh, the U.S. government should always do whatever the hell it wants to um, because they are benevolent overlords that know far more than everyone else. Um they protected our freedoms by sending 6,000 Americans to die in Afghanistan. That's how smart they are. Because Osama bin Laden uh, flew to the United States, stole our freedoms, which are on a piece of paper. It just says freedom. And he went back to Afghanistan with it. So he stole he stole our, our, our freedom. So we had to go to Afghanistan and get it back. But he was never in Afghanistan. He was in Pakistan, so... Um, but as thousands of pieces of the satellite begin to spread, the American, German, and Russian astronauts aboard the International Space Station were instructed to pull on their space suits and take shelter in preparation for a possible impact. Objects in space tear through the cosmos at up to 17,500 miles per hour. 
uh, which means that even the smallest piece of debris poses a danger to the space station and satellites that are vital to the global economy, military, and modern way of life. According to the Russian news agency TASS, T-A-S-S, a German astronaut and three American astronauts went to NASA's Dragon capsule docked to the ISS while another American astronaut and two Russian cosmonauts climbed aboard the Soyuz MS-19 capsule. NASA said the crew members made their way into the spacecraft shortly before 2 a.m. Eastern time and remained there for about two hours. The ISS continues to pass through or near the debris, every, debris cloud every 90 minutes, but the astronauts only needed to shelter for the second and third passes of the debris based on NASA's risk assessment and the space agency said. So space debris is actually a huge risk uh, because as it did say, it does move at very, very high rates. Um, you're talking basically faster than bullets, um, which is hard to believe for a lot of people. But it is, it's it's hauling ass. And uh, you get up one piece of debris in the right spot and it will break stuff. It will put holes in things that don't need holes. Um, it'll tear stuff off that don't need torn off. Yes, they are preparing for World War Space because when we've fucked this planet into oblivion uh, through endless war and conquest and there's nothing left, they will have to take to the cosmos and fuck that up too. And with that, that is a great segue into my favorite point, my favorite piece of news, which some of you may have seen and may already know. Halo Infinite multiplayer dropped yesterday yes it was manufactured by spacex i don't know if nasa bought it i think the dragon may be may have been produced by nasa and then spacex put it up there don't know that'd be some great research for you there jenny um Halo, uh, Halo Infinite dropped yesterday. They released their beta, multiplayer beta, three weeks ahead of the initial release for Halo Infinite. Why am I bringing this up? Am I a huge Halo fan? Absolutely. I'm a massive nerd. Uh, when the space book happens, what will be officially unofficial chosen apparel uh probably spacesuits probably a spacesuit <laughs> uh maybe like maybe like those those spacesuits with like plate carriers in front of it i don't know that i really trust that because those suits are supposed to be fragile like they don't stand up well to dirt like hard impacts i guess i don't know no an astronaut um, the reason I bring up Halo Infinite is really, it is really important. Um, so there has been this large, uh, debate. Yes, Hawaiian print spacesuits would be awesome. Uh, there has been a lot of discussion about, especially in the tech community and gaming circles about crunch. And what crunch is, is this last six month push before a game comes out. To finish and finalize everything, it can be as much as a year, it can be six months. Um, basically, you're talking eighteen-hour days, or people don't even go home; they're tied to their desk, and that's all they do is continue coding, working bugs out, blah 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 blah. And it's getting worse year after year uh, due to this needed, especially for some development companies. Like Call of Duty has a game that comes out every single year. There's only, I believe, two companies now that make it, uh, which is Infinity Ward and then um, Activision, which I believe oh, Activision is owned by Infinity Ward or something like that. Anyways, two companies on it, whatever. Game comes out every year. Um, they've progressively gotten trash. They're worse and worse every year, but the crunch remains. Like They're still forcing this push to have a game every single year. 
343 Studios pushed Halo back one whole year and they claimed due to COVID. But the development has actually been better. The game is better. The quality, the, the content of the game is better. The performance is better. And they didn't have to do crunch. Um, the reports coming out initially or basically, it was a lot more relaxed. People had an extra year to work on it. And so why, why I say this is important is we we as Americans want good business practices to be implemented. We want to make sure that workers have what they need, that we're not killing people for the sake of money. But we also don't want to use those things. We don't want to we don't want to implement those things through legislation. Um, well, I don't. I'll say that I don't. Uh, some of you may and you're a commie fuck. But if we can promote good behavior in the market by patron, uh, pat- patronizing people for um, those good practices, like helping 343 Studios out by buying their game. I'm not even telling you to buy their game. I'm going to. I support what they're doing. I love the game series. It's my favorite of all time. It got me into gaming. But this here, um, they they come out with the game every five, six years. Something like that. We need to start normalizing uh, not having a Call of Duty every year. We need to start normalizing waiting more time for these things to come out. We need to start normalizing um, telling companies that, yeah, it's fine to have a product come out late as long as it's better and you're not killing people to make it. I have no problem with that at all. I was disappointed it got pushed back here, but that disappointment didn't kill me. So I think that is an important thing. Um, there's tons of companies and videos on YouTube that talk about crunch and how devastating it is to people that work in these industries. Um, you're talking basically people that are forced to dedicate nothing like they're they're everything to the development of that game or that product before launch, and it's not like a week of launch. It is months prior, up to a year prior, of nothing but sleeping in those offices and just working and being just a product of their entire system. And it is important that we start trying to promote better culture in these things, uh, helping people out by saying, "Look, we're not going to buy your." shit ass call of duty game because you're killing people to make it so fuck you with that being said uh we're gonna go into the final segment the feel good segment um instant gratification is horrible i have an anxiety ridden teenager thanks to video game uh games she says that is she's a snake um we can be a lot better to people we can choose to have better behaviors towards people um we can make the conscious decision that yeah you know i don't agree with you but hey you know what man go beer fuck it let's do something else let's not talk about that we can choose to improve the state, like the status of this country. Land your plane segment. Uh, nah, I'll fuck. I'll make this thing go on for two hours. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, it's uh, we we can. I was just talking about being better to people. I was a complete dick. Uh, do I say no as I do? Um. No, it, we we can definitely change how we how we treat people. Um, we can disagree on things. We can we can have a difference of opinion. But at the end of the day, it com- it does come down to if you want change, you've got to be that change. And it may be just deciding to not buy a a, a video game because you don't like the practices of that business. Maybe uh. Maybe you don't chase someone down that you think is stealing stuff and shoot them. 
maybe it's seeing someone, a mom in a store who's struggling with a kid and you offer to help her grab stuff off the shelf. Maybe it's, maybe it's a billion thing. Maybe it's grabbing a grocery cart and putting it back in the stall. So the guy who works there doesn't have to do it because he's getting paid fucking nothing to do that job. And it's probably not even his only job or her. That's probably like one small task of the entire bullshit that they have to deal with in a day. Just be a better person. Do some small thing that helps someone else. And it may be one of those things that is small to you and it may be massive to someone else. Maybe someone's lashing out at you about politics because they're having a rough day and they're trying to take it out on you. Maybe instead of them taking it out on you, you can reach out and be nice to them. Say, hey man, look, I don't agree. But uh, you have a good day. Hope you find some joy in something. With that said, it is currently 1956 on the Eastern Freedom Time. Uh, go check out The Muddied Waters of Freedom with uh, Spunk, Conan, and Ride of Mats. Um, I hear that they've got some kind of coverage. Don't know if it'll be any good or not. I'm sure it'll go on for at least 200 hours. But go watch a little bit of them. Show them a little bit of love or something. Leave some shitty comments. Call them guy on left and guy on right. Something like that. One more thing before you go. Find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. Go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification thing. Set to always, because you want to know every time we go live. I know you do. I can read your mind right now. You're thinking, how do I find out every time they go live? We go live Mondays through Thursdays most weeks. Uh, Sometimes things happen and we can't go live every single day. Like yesterday, uh, Nick had some stuff come up. Couldn't do it. Sorry. Shit happens. Uh, Find us on YouTube, though. Uh, Or listen to the audio version wherever you find your podcast uh, because Facebook will inevitably kick us off or do some goofy stuff to ban us off of Facebook one way or the other. So find us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, wherever you want to watch us live and then listen to us on the audio version. No Mohican Libertarian, no OnlyFans. Back to the horny jail for you, sir. And that should be it. I'm going to bring something back. I'm bored. I uh, I want to do something I ain't done in a while. Can I can I get a poll in the comments real quick? Uh, is there any interest in doing a, a very creepy, the Royal Green ASMR read? I'll give it a couple seconds, see if there's any interest. I'm seeing two yeses. Jennifer, that's still two yeses. You don't get to vote twice. I'm not seeing any no's. Jacob, The Royal Green is a book by an author named Jack Casey. Uh, I'm required to tell you it's a good book, but the guy's a dickhead. Um, He actually sponsors the show because uh, we bully him. So, (laughs) I see Jennifer going into the account and just saying yes. Yes, she replied, shaking in the cold. Please don't leave me again. Put your clothes on, he ordered. (laughs) And she reluctantly obeyed.
I cannot promise that your father will survive this war. You, however, are spared. So long as you stay out of my way, for your mother's sake, and all she fought for to keep the faith alive, I owe her that. <laughs> oh, really? Archelius? She breathed, watching him walk away into the dark. Chapter 26. All right, that's it. If you want more, tune in next week. Uh, I will put a poll up on the page to see if we want to start doing these on a regular basis. Maybe Thursday nights as well as Tuesday nights. Who knows? Uh, but if you want it, you got to vote for it. If you don't want it, vote against it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Good night. And good news. I had it too quick. <laughs>